Hi guys, welcome to episode 7 of the Self-Propelled Flower. In today's episode, we will be discussing relationships and marriage. Hi guys, welcome to the Self-Propelled Flower. The Self-Propelled Flower is a Christian community that I have created to be a source of communication, conversation and education for young women. Why did I create it? To be simple, I just want to be who I needed when I was a young woman. Who am I? I'm Tapiwa Simukwai, I'm a Christian, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, a lawyer and an academic. I hope that this platform can be a source of wellness and development for young women. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been one of the most requested topics that you guys want to hear about from us. And I am humbled and privileged to have my husband come back onto the podcast and join us in this episode. So welcome to the podcast, Mr. Simukwe. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, so many young women, and not just young women, many young men have reached out to the self-propelled flower. And also just on my private Instagram asking questions about marriage, about kingdom marriage, and how to navigate that. Um, So I'll just run through a couple of questions, and hopefully they'll be able to learn um, a thing or two from us about this. Yeah. So the first question I'm going to ask is, why marriage? Why marriage? Why is it important? Why? What is it about marriage? (sighs) Well, I believe marriage is... Um, God's idea. Mm-hmm. And the same way that life in itself is God's idea is the same way that marriage is part of God's idea. So when you say why marriage, um, it leads me to what I would say is the fulfillment of God's purpose on earth. Mm. Because the very institution of marriage was, you know, the first marriage that we saw was not ordained by a bishop or it was ordained by God, right? This is between Adam and Eve. So, you know, the whole essence of marriage is basically an idea and the fulfillment of God's purpose here on earth as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just in addition to what you've said, um, one thing that is always neglected when we're discussing marriage, um, especially in the Zambian context, and especially on social media now, mm. is that from a definition, you've clearly said it's God's purpose. And um, I, I feel a lot of young people miss this. They think marriage is something that was created by, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. society. I think yeah, they, by the laws yeah, of like the they, country. They, you know, they miss the point. And from... From the beginning, I think the important thing to understand is that marriage is a kingdom practice. Yes. It's God who created it and said, you know what? Um, This is how marriage should be done. It's good for man to be alone. Exactly. And and for all the things that God said were good, Mm -hmm. you know, this is one of the few things that God said were not good Mm. for man to be alone. And so, you know, make for him a suitable helper. So, um what that then does for us is that you can't do marriage mm. without God. True. Right? Because it's like trying to it's like trying to build a house mm. when you have no idea on how to build the house. Mm. And there's someone saying, Look, I'm the one that told you to build the house. Mm. I know how to build it. Yeah. The Bible says if, unless God builds, they that they build build, build in vain. vain yeah. So we see like a lot of um marriages. Young right? couples. Mm-hmm. And couples not obviously centering God at the at the center of it all mm-hmm. as a chief cornerstone. So it becomes it becomes a drag. Mm-hmm. And obviously now we live in a time where marriage is like it's a by the way thing. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay, look. 
look, I'm not saying you need to get married, right? I'm just saying it's not good for you to be alone. So it, marriage is like one of those things that nowadays is so shun upon because of all the negative vibes that, you know, happen around marriage. Mm. There's so much divorce. There's so much this. There's so much that. And look, it's normal for people not to get along and, Obviously, the idea of marriage is not that you're going to be all rosy and, you know, all mm. daisy, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. If God said for you to be alone is a bad thing, mm. and for you to be with somebody that God has ordained for you to be with is a good thing. Mm. So we need to kind of like get to that space where we understand that this is a good thing. Okay. Coming um, from that question, you've mentioned about marriage being a good thing. Mm. Um, my next question would be, what makes a good marriage? And I'm looking at it from the point of I'm in a relationship or I want to get into a relationship. I'm a young woman. I'm a young guy. Yeah. And I'm, you know, going about my life. And now I'm asking myself, what makes a good marriage? How should I handle my current relationship so that I can have a good marriage? Yeah. So, um, like, like anything that you do in life, right? You must do it with the know-how. Mm. You must understand mm. how it must be done. You must uh, seek the approval of the person. Look, if you're going to use, for example, an instrument, mm. you need to understand that you have to first read the manual. You have to understand, okay, what's the purpose? What was the intended purpose of its creation? Mm. Right? Anything that you do not understand the use of, mm. you abuse. Mm. Right? So if you don't understand the essence of marriage you mm. abuse marriage mm. so if somebody is going to dwell with with uh with if you're going to be in a relationship basically you need to have the knowledge you need to have the understanding you need to have the wisdom mm. to be able to do that and look the bible says in first peter 3 verse 7 that husbands you must dwell with your wives according to knowledge mm. so if you're going to dwell with somebody it has to be with the knowledge of how it should be done. Mm. So look, I'm going to give you a short story, mm -hmm. right? Of how we met mm. and probably where my headspace was in when we met. Mm -hmm. So I came from like a, a place where I felt like, you know, I felt so many, I came like from, from, from so many failed relationships mm -hmm. and I began to ask myself, so, ah, so this thing, you know, relationships and on all that, what is it about? Like, what's the story with relationships? And I, this is me asking God, right? Mm. And I remember I asked a very specific question to God. I said, why should I have, you know, a woman in my life? Like, what's the point of being in a relationship? Mm -hmm. And God began to reveal to me certain things about a woman, mm -hmm. right? And that's where the woman, the concept of the woman as a multiplier came came from mm -hmm. it's that you know whatever that you give to a woman you know the woman will multiply and give back to you mm -hmm. right and god began to reveal that dimension of a woman to me and when god began to reveal that dimension of a woman to me i remember we had gone out on a on a date mm -hmm. i was invited you with with your friends mm -hmm. then they invited me along and where were we? What's the name I of that place? I think it's Park. What is it called? That game place. Time yeah, zone? Yeah, time game zone. zone. It used to be, one I don't know. Two. One of the two, yeah, yeah, back then, right? So when we met, um, we were playing games. Mm -hmm. It was all fun. It was all nice, you know, it's games and whatnot. But this, there was this particular machine mm -hmm. in the room that captured everybody's attention because we felt like it was not the, it was the only machine in the room that would give you back money. Mm. 
right? This is me humbly saying that maybe we were gambling. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, there was this particular machine that when you, you, you were guessing a few numbers or something like that? Yeah, I think, yeah I think something like that. Yeah, so you guess a few numbers and if you get the numbers correct, it gives you back money and coins and whatnot. So, you know, we kept on playing that game and it, of course, it's rigged for you to yeah. lose, right? So we kept on losing money and I remember I moved on and I said, you know what, I'm done with this game. Mm. I'm going to find other games. Mm -hmm. And when I went to play another game, um, you asked me, you came and asked me a question. No, no, no. Did I? I came to you, right? Mm -hmm. I said, okay, I'm leaving this game and I need you to, and I give you money. I give you some coins. Mm -hmm. I said, these coins that I'm giving to you, you have to multiply them mm -hmm. and give them back to me. Mm -hmm. Make money. I'm making an investment in you, mm -hmm. right? It was something so small, but when you went and played the game mm. and made money mm. and brought me back more than, mm. you know. What you had given me. Yeah. That, in that moment, was like, wow. So, you know, what God is actually, what God has been teaching me actually does work, right? Even though it was in the most unrelated way. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of like, okay, so is this what God meant when he says, look, what you give mm -hmm. is what you get back multiplied? Mm -hmm. And that kind of like helps you set the pace mm -hmm. for your relationship as a man, more especially, is what are you giving? Yeah. Right. And I think uh, on the side of a woman, if I would um, just to comment on where my mind was at at the time, yeah. Um, I think at the time I was in recovery, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I had gone through like a really bad breakup, and at the time I wasn't even thinking of getting into a relationship. But one thing I was doing is, I was almost in an incubator. Mm. I put myself in a place where I was reading the Word of God, I was studying the Word of God, I was trying to understand my purpose on earth as a woman yeah. and more so how I could be a great wife. And I was incubating. I was receiving the information and I was growing. I was receiving the information and I was growing. Yeah. And to be honest, even when that whole ordeal happened, yeah. it's only now when you threw it back to me yeah. and you said, oh my gosh, you're actually a multiplier, yeah. is when all the lessons that I had been learning in my private time yeah. came together with what you had said. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this actually makes sense. Like, yeah. this is actually what I've been studying. Yeah. But in the moment, um, you may not see that the knowledge and the wisdom from what you're studying is being executed. Yeah. But trust me, there's, there's profit mm. that comes from investing in yourself. Mm. And I think for young people, especially who are wanting to have a good marriage, yeah. one thing that's very important is investing and investing in yourself. And this means learning. Yeah. So um, about learning, what would you have to say about that? Yeah, so um, look, like, like, like it has been established, obviously, in First Peter 3, 7. Mm. You have to do it according to knowledge. And I think one thing that we can take away from our relationship is that we spent a lot of time. Yeah, learning. Reading and listening and, you know. Mm. So getting the wisdom and the knowledge that we need to actually, you know, live together. Yeah. And even before we began living together. Then obviously one very, very important principle that, we applied, mm -hmm. I think we began tithing together. Yes. Uh, and this was on the basis of, look, if you tithe, God will rebuke the devourer on your behalf. And open the windows of heaven. Exactly, and open the windows of heaven. So we said, okay, look, we have this relationship and God, we are giving this relationship back to you. Mm. How can we protect it from the devourer that has yes. devoured our past relationships? Yes. How can we, 
you know, protect it and learn mm. uh, about this, about how to live together. Mm. So we had this little, this little rule book, mm. right? If you remember the rules of engagement. Mm. So, you know, we would go as, as we detailed what we learned or rather how we lived together down to the T of how we argue, mm. how we be happy together, how mm. we stay together. You know, we, we learned the full thing. So that's one thing that I see is missing. Mm. It's like people don't want to put in the work and yes. put in the time to actually get the knowledge. I think yes. we've probably listened to over 5,000 hours. Sermons, yeah. Yeah. podcasts. We'll, worth of sermons, yes. podcasts, and, you know, yeah, just listening, basically, from people that have gone ahead of us. And beyond listening, I remember we did um, a wisdom sermon kind of series yeah, by Dr. Dr. Mensa Otabio. Yeah, yeah, and um, in like out of that eight whole... Eight-part series. Yes, eight-part series. Uh-huh. And out of all of that, um, we learned a lot about wisdom. But in Proverbs 4, verse 7, the Bible says, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. Yes. And though it will cost all you have, get understanding and so it's just not about listening to the self-propelled flower podcast and hearing something cool and amazing and being knowledgeable about it what's more important is now getting that knowledge and applying it that's where your understanding comes so you get the wisdom you listen to a podcast you listen to a sermon you listen to like because i remember dr mensa oh my gosh i wish they could re-upload those they deleted all of them them from his youtube channel but like he had like this youtube channel and they would post like a series that he would be doing in his church and we'll just like invest our time and i think a lot of young people love to hear deep things yeah so even with this podcast, there's people who reach out and will say, oh my gosh, that was so deep. Yeah. And it ends just at that. They've yeah. gotten the knowledge yeah. and that's all they've gotten. Yeah. But it's not enough to be knowledgeable. It's not enough to be intelligent. It's not enough to be smart. You actually yeah. need to get that knowledge and begin to apply it in your life for you to exactly. see results. Exactly. Exactly. Look, it's not what you know, but it's what you do with what you know. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's really what you do with it. Mm. What do, what are you doing with all the knowledge? You know, we're living in t- in a time where there's, you know, there's AI and there's there's ChatGPT where you can just you know type in something and yes. you know you watch a short TikTok video about business and mm. from experts and you know people that have spent that have dedicated their lives to understanding these topics, right? Mm. There's so much we, there's so much knowledge out mm. there, but the question is, what are you doing with the knowledge that we are receiving? Yes. And I believe we're in the knowledge age where you know, because of all this content creation and mm. whatnot, you know, there's so much that has been put out there. But what are you doing with what you know? Yeah. Are you applying what you know or is it just something that, you know, you know? Yeah. Right? And it stays at the fact that you know. So, for example, right, um, me and my, my, my friends at the gym, mm. right, we were asking ourselves, because we normally steam, you know, we go in the steamer before we start our workout, mm. you know, just to prep the yeah, body and what exactly, yeah. So, we're asking ourselves, say, ah, is it even healthy to mm. steam every day? Yes. Right? And we didn't know that. Mm. So we said, you know what? Let's give ourselves a task. Let's research mm. about it and, you know, learn about it and whatnot. And remember, we just went to chat GPT and asked, like, okay, what's the story with this? Mm. And we got the knowledge. Mm-hmm. But the next day, this was after, and we probably said something like, you know, you can steam like two to three times a week, mm-hmm. you know, for not more than 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So the next day, we went back to the gym and we we're all looking at ourselves and say, ah, should we steam? 
I think we've already done enough, you know, for, for this week. week. Yeah. And we laughed and said, you know what? We're going to apply what we know mm. starting from next week. Mm. But that little scenario is what many people actually do for the rest of their lives. Mm. You know the truth. Mm -hmm. You have the wisdom. You have the knowledge. Mm. People have told you how to live together. People have told you what to do. Mm. You've learned from people that have spent decades. But what do you do with mm. the knowledge that you have? Mm. Right? Um, I was going through my phone mm -hmm. and I found a quote that I wrote, I think like seven years ago. Mm. Please when read I in, When I was in university. Mm. And it says, a smart student stays where the teacher left them, but a wise student applies what they learned and go beyond, mm. right? So we have got a lot of quote-unquote smart people, smart students that, you know, stay where they were taught. Mm. But it's one thing to go beyond and apply mm. what, what you learned. Taught, yeah. Because you see, in the application of what you've been taught, mm. you begin to learn more mm. and more and more and more, right? More begins to come out. There's so much more that you can get if you only you could apply mm. that which you have been, you know, taught. Yeah. yeah. I remember on this whole application discussion, also in the early stages of our relationship, yeah. when we were being very intentional, yeah. um, on the issue of application, we were now discussing finances yes, yes. and how are we going to navigate finances, yeah. you know, say we get married and... You know, we're now in the home. What's going to happen? Yeah. And I remember us running through different scenarios yeah. and seeing the results of those scenarios. Yes. yes. A scenario, for instance, where we say, "Okay, yeah, the man. Yeah. The Bible says provide. Yeah. What's going to happen if you're not able to provide? I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember we had um, we had someone close to us who had experienced this where they were the only person that would come into the home and provide. And I mean like 100%. Yeah. The woman would just sit and wait and say, oh, my husband is going to bring money. Yeah, Even if yeah, she, yeah, she had, had the money, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And we saw how that person's life deteriorated yes. and how he actually fell into depression yes. and anxiety yeah. simply because of that. And for us, that was like a lesson. Say, okay, this whole situation of when we go out, my is going to handle the bill. When we go anywhere, he's going to pay for everything. You know, yeah. we began to realize like there's effects that come from certain decisions and how we conduct our lives. So for us, it was a situation where we had applied that knowledge and we saw, you say, okay, this actually doesn't work because what happens when my husband is down and I'm that type of a woman who says, I'm not going to throw in anything. You're the provider. Yeah. Come what may, yeah. do it. Yeah. And um, I think learning from that is how now we began to navigate and say, okay, this thing probably won't work for us. Yeah. How can we ensure we both have good lives? Yeah. And beyond good lives is we're both mentally in a good place. Yeah. Then we now shifted to, okay, what's going to happen now um, when we go 50-50? Yeah. You say, okay, 50-50 also doesn't really work because yeah. what's going to happen when your friend is down? Like, yeah. are you still expecting your friend? And, you know, now we've just created our unique way of yes, handling our of, finances. Of, of, of getting it done. Look, I, I, to cut you short, right? Uh, I was listening to, of course, on the path of knowledge and wisdom, I was listening to a certain couple. Mm. Right, there's a certain black couple. I've forgotten their name that I follow on uh, TikTok. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so what they were saying, right, which is what I believe is so profound. Mm. They were saying, look, in marriage, there's no fifty-fifty, mm. right? That mathematics does not apply. Mm. You see, you get to a, a point maybe in time where, uh, for example, I come home, mm. right, and you tell I come home from a long day. Mm. I tell you, look, babe. 
all I have to give today is 20%. Mm. You say, you know what? It's fine. I'll, I'll cover up the other 80%. Yeah. Right? And there's times when you say, look, I, I only have 10% to give. Yeah. Right? And that's what you you give. So you see, it's about covering each other's backs. Mm. Right? And this, this doesn't start... <sighs> <laughs> the biggest misconception that that a lot of people have mm. is that everything starts the moment you say I do. Mm. Mm. Right? That That's is the true. biggest misconception that people have because mm. it all starts way before you say I do. Exactly. Right? If only people put in half the resources. Mm. And I say resources because I'm talking about finances, I'm mm. talking about time mm. i'm talking about effort i'm mm. talking about you know your energy that we spend putting into the wedding preparations mm. if we use half of that into preparing for the time after you say i do yeah trust me a lot of homes will be way 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 better off. yeah the stress is always about the wedding exactly there's so much stress about the day itself we forget and look this may sound rhetoric because a lot of people say, oh no, there's more to life than the wedding and mm. whatnot. But we found ourselves in a very peculiar situation. Mm. COVID had come back. I think it was like the second wave. Yeah. And, you know, my dad was down with COVID yeah. and, you know, a number of people in the family were down with COVID and whatnot. And we had to cancel the reception and only do the church service. And I remember we were very much intentional about not about it not being about the day itself. Exactly. It has to. There is more. I remember the shock. I think like a lot of my family was shocked at the yeah. fact that, oh my gosh, that you are. You are happy with not happening. Exactly. Happy. Yes. Like yes. you're okay. And I think um for my mom especially is yeah. when she's so and she knew to say, you know what, there's a certain level of not just wisdom but understanding that yeah. this girl has gained yeah. and that will take her way beyond yeah. because the people that were most stressed about our wedding and how it was going to go it wasn't us no it wasn't us it no. was like everyone else was like yeah. oh my gosh and then no reception and no, because you know what we had invested so much time yeah in preparing ourselves and I, th I always say this I thank God for the wealth of experience that he's given us in the shortest possible, possible time, time yes right that we've been together I mean we've had to <laughs> Wait, <is that> true? <laughs> we've had to leave apart you know in a relationship you know you're in a town i'm in another town and yeah. you know we don't really we really meet we've done the long distance thing we've yeah. done you know being uh close to each other thing we've yeah. done so many different types of you know things basically yeah. and and dealt with so exactly many so much so much difficulties um i think before we started dating, you lost your dad. Yeah. You know, there was that emotional trauma that had come into it. Yeah. And okay, how do you navigate when, you know, one of your, one of your, when one of you loses a significant one in their lives? Yeah. How do you navigate? How do you provide yeah. the support? Yeah. Um, how do you think she's not being rude? But yeah. how do you understand that she's grieving? You know, yeah. so much has happened. And we had spent so much time. Listen, and look, if there's a person that I recommend you listen to is Miles Monroe. Oh Rest my in God. peace. Or oh, he's in terms that of understanding. Yeah, our, exactly. Like he's he literally the one that made us understand that marriage exactly. is a kingdom thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's more to marriage than, you know, sharing a bed with somebody mm. and sharing a home with somebody, right? Yes. Uh of course, there's there's been so many people that are that whose shoulders we stand on today and are able to say, look, it's look, we're not that experienced. At but all. <laughs> 
it's going pretty fine so far. And it we is. thank God. We thank God. It's only because of God's grace that obviously things are, you know, moving the way they are. But in addition to that, there's a lot that we had learned. I remember I was in one conference. This is far before I was even ready for marriage. And Pastor Mubita at Mount Zion, mm-hmm. from Mount Zion Strong Tower, said, um, he was giving an example, mm-hmm. right? He says, you know what? In most times, what begins to happen is when people come to me saying mm-hmm. they want to get married, the first question I ask to them is, what's your vision? Exactly. Right? And that question lingered with me for so long, such that when I got into a relationship and I, you know, we kind of like knew where we wanted it to go. Yeah. We began to discuss, to say, what's the, what's vision, the vision for this thing the, that yeah. we're doing, right? And we came up with Matthew a vision. Matthew 5, 16. Exactly. Matthew five sixteen. let yeah. your light so shine before all men that they may see and glorify your Father in heaven. heaven. So yeah. this thing that we have is to glorify God, yes. right? In whatever way that we can, mm. be it through our time, be it through our finances, yeah. be it through our children. Yeah. In whatever way, this thing must give God, uh, God the, the glory. Right. So when we came up with that, it then now moved us to a level where we everything that we did was tailored towards vision does. Does this give God glory? Does this give God glory? And you know exactly does uh, it it guides every decision that you make. It it basically provides a certain pathway, right? Mm, mm. So what are you doing when you're dating? That's a very important question that it's you have to It's not time to just like, because even the, uh, I remember our, what what you like to call our first date, which I don't agree with. Yeah. Like after we met now, and I think I'd reached out to you and I said, let's go on a drive. Yeah. And I just remember from that first drive we took, we went down Leopard's Hill Road. Yes. And we had such spirit-filled discussions, such wisdom-filled um, discussions and from that day, I realized like the purpose of dating and going out on dates, let's say to coffee, yeah. let's say to lunch. Yeah. That's actually the time that you have to discuss and invest into real issues that will come up in exactly. the future. Exactly. You know, like even when we talk about vision, I remember you asking me like, oh, what's your vision? What do you think like um, God is calling you to do? Yes. And at the time I was still like trying to figure out my purpose and, you know, and we were just able to discuss and also even the areas where we didn't know what we were doing. Yes. We could like put ourselves in line and say, okay, this is what we need to work on. And yes. I remember every single time that we went out, you know, there was a purpose attached. If yes. we're going to coffee, you know, I remember I would purpose. go to brew me and yeah, exactly. would sit and be like, okay, today what's the discussion? What yes. are, are, we what are we discussing finance? Yes. Yes. Are we discussing yes. children? And we were very intentional about it. Exactly. So, you know, to everybody that's in a relationship right now, um, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, kind of like stage, courting stage, what discussions are you having? Yes. And what are you throwing forward? Yeah. Right? Look, there's a very interesting uh, scripture that I that I love. I love this scripture so much. And that's in 2 Timothy 2 verse 5. Mm. The Bible says, Also, if anyone competes in athletics, mm. he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. Mm. There's rules right? to the marriage. There's, there's rules, rules to it. Yeah. There's rules to it. Anybody that, that is about to run a race, anybody mm. that's about to do anything, mm. they cannot do it unless you do it according to the rules. And mm. God has said a certain you know, what we call principles. Mm -hmm. Look, if uh, (laughs) I saw this video, right, that um, this pastor was saying, look, if I put a glass of water, Mm. you know, uh, maybe like on the desk somewhere Mm -hmm. and I stand two meters apart, Mm. I can pray the whole night Mm. and ask that, you know, God, let that water come into my mouth. Mm. It will not come. Mm. 
no matter how much I pray, it mm. will not come into my mouth. But what I can do to have that water mm. is walk up to that desk, mm. pick up the glass, put mm. the water in my mouth. Yes. And I'll be satisfied. So there is rules. Mm. For success, there is rules. Yes. For failure, there is rules. Yes. For fail uh, for marriage, there is rules. Mm. So we need to understand what is God's plan. Mm. What are God's principles that will, will allow us mm to you know to have a fruitful marriage mm. for example one of the things that we learned during our our time courting is that the mood mm. and the pace at which your relationship moves is set by the man yes right uh this was such a hard lesson for me to learn because i was told that you know what even if today you find your wife doing something that she's that you do not like mm. You do what you like and mm. she will follow. Yes. Right? So there's so much leadership that has been placed on uh that has been placed on uh the man, mm. right? That it's according to the rules. Mm. It's according to the rules. Um I think like there's a lot we've discussed already. Yeah. And the next question is a big big question. So yeah. perhaps we reserve it for the next episode. <laughs> Did I this just for them to understand yeah, no separately? Problem, no problem. Okay. Um guys, looking forward to seeing you in episode 8 if you want more jerks. Yeah, count, please. Count. Um the next question I won't even ask it but or maybe I should tell you just to preempt we're discussing celibacy in the next episode. Mm. How to remain pure mm. whilst you're dating. This is something that is so cardinal and is so important especially for Christian yeah. young couples how do you Very navigate that because yeah. i think you know you see that's like the foundation um of what becomes of your marriage oh, it's, uh, so guys tune into the, the next it's episode the, it's, <laughs> the, it's the it's the apex of of everything yeah. yeah next episode let's discuss that the self propel flower is a christian community that i have created to be a source of communication conversation and education for young women i'm tapiwa simukwai i'm a christian i'm a wife i'm a mother a lawyer and an academic I hope that this platform can be a source of wellness and development for young women. Thank you so much for joining us.